When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Yeah, I'm a little tired. The problem, last night I was up all night till the sun. Sure. I was up all night to get some. Mm-hmm. I was up all night for good fun. Yeah. I forget what else I was doing, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, it, given how much you gamble on sports now, you should have been up all night to get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a few weeks. <laughs> uh, those That would be funny if that's what they were talking about. <laughs> up all night to get lucky. You just see them at a sports bar, like losing their minds. Um, we have a delightful guest today. Sam Evans is here. How are you, Sammy? Hello. It's good to be back. Thank you for having me. Thanks guys. for thanks for coming. Sorry, my apartment's a mess. I I've been I've been out uh, in the out of the country. I've been gone. I apologize to the listeners first and foremost. I I apologize to God uh, because we did miss a week of the show. I we planned to record while I was in Ecuador in Guayaquil. And I had my luggage get lost immediately upon landing in Ecuador. I was gone for two weeks, packed two weeks worth of luggage. Oh, most of it's gone <laughs> for three days in Ecuador. Did you lose the Zoom recorder? Yeah, I mean, I got it back. Oh, that's I good. got everything yeah. back, which is good. I didn't but, even think about that at the time. Yeah, yeah, I had I had all my stuff in my in my bag. I got to the airport. Uh, this was like I truly hate bitching about. It. Uh, air travel like i think it it just gets so you know hackneyed but it's this was one i didn't tweet about it or anything i was proud of myself that i didn't but i was so it frustrated because yeah. so going to ecuador they checked our bags at uh the the portland airport because we were going from another one wedding to another uh that was like upstate portland both beautiful weddings by the way what a beautiful wedding and that was from a bridesmaid to a waiter i heard <laughs> <laughs> they were talking for some reason <laughs> there was some shame though yes <laughs> uh the poor groom's bride i can't remember the rest <laughs> yeah, well. i don't know how that would go over in today's time <laughs> but uh yeah so beautiful weddings but we uh we were going from Portland to Ecuador. We have like three connections. Immediately they check our bags and I'm like, please don't do that. Like it's the, it's a gay check where they're like, we run out of room because yeah. as many standups have pointed out, uh, they do not plan for you to yeah. carry your luggage mm. to the place you are going. Mm. So they stop me. They're like, Hey, we're actually going to check your bag. And I'm like, please no. And they're like, nah, we got to do it. And then, 
I was like, I know they're going to lose this peg. I know it's going to happen as soon as we get to the uh, to Ecuador. It's also like an overnight flight. We leave at 6 p.m. We land at like 3 p.m. the next day. Oh, it's like it's one of those like all night yeah. travel excursions. And, like for good fun. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to lose luggage. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to Guayaquil after a full evening of traveling. We have, uh, it's me and Antonio and uh, two other friends, and all of their luggage comes. Mine does not. And we're like filling out the forms and stuff, and there's like 30 bags sitting there that they're like oh these are from yesterday like these are people's who so they just plan for they're yeah. like yeah people just lose their bags here all the time but it doesn't come for three days or they like it's the whole thing i won't bore people with the details we end up waiting at the airport for like five six hours to get the luggage they have it they've told me they have it they're just like yeah there's nobody to help you and i was like <laughs> it's right there like it's a hundred feet away from me and i couldn't have it. it it fucked up a lot of the trip and then on the way back, they canceled our flight while we're at the airport. So getting back was a shit show too. It, yeah. It's I'm out of sorts. Um, I'm all out of sorts. Mm. I have no sorts left to give. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, that is why we did not have an episode. So I apologize. Uh, nobody complained. So maybe they pref- hurt. maybe they prefer it when we don't have episodes. <laughs> Um, finally rest <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for uh for listening thanks sam, sam for coming on the show uh what's what's new in you boys lives what's give me a highlight of each of your weeks oh um i i, I have a well i told you this i have a lady friend that uh, it's going well with so Ooh, hell yeah yeah so it feels good um you uh, you get lucky or what? <laughs> <laughs> I was up all night. <laughs> Actually, last night I was not up all night. Hell yeah, <laughs> I was up for about twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to bed at a reasonable hour. <laughs> Seeing that, Pharrell. <laughs> um, I do. Uh, Tommy, do you got any you got any highlights of this week? My well, my uh, mom, the famous Susie McNamara, yeah. is coming to town today. I might be. Gonna call from her soon that she's landed, but Ooh, she uh, we're baby. gonna go see the old Billy Crystal musical. <gasps> that's a, that's <laughs> a Mr. Saturday Night. That's a perfect thing to do with a mom. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, speaking really quick of stuff people can do with their moms in uh, New York, because I'm planning on making my mom do this. Uh, we will be doing. I'm getting married on uh, August 20th, and the next day. We are, in fact, having a good God comedy. I talked to the Booker at Union Hall about this last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like, I can't believe that he's doing well, it. Well, <laughs> I thought it would be a fun thing for family. and Because pe- pe- mm. it's a trip to New York. I figured some people might not be leaving Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. So for the people who are staying for the wedding, I was like, oh, I'll book some of the comics who are in town for the wedding mm-hmm. to perf- like to perform on the show. So it'll be a fun little thing for both parties. People who perform and people who are just... There to hang, and uh, so I'm making a fun little extravaganza. It's probably going to be a shit show. I think I'm going to host it, which is insane. Yep. I might just bail and have Shane host it and not be a part of it at all. But um, no, I am I'm very sure excited. he'll take it in stride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just booked the show and leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be on Kyle Kinane's podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like calling it Kyle Kinane's podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's that's gonna hurt more than anything else. <laughs> he won't listen. Um, <laughs> how's it going, buddy? <laughs> How you doing, man? Lady on the run. <laughs> I did that to Shane once, and he was like, "I do not sound like that." And I was like, "Okay, man. okay, <laughs> sure you don't." Uh, yeah, you must think all your tapes have distorted audio too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't sound like that. <laughs> Uh, anyways, speaking yeah. of funny voices, how about the French? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh. I was just watching this uh, this Daft Punk documentary. Yes, uh, it was called Daft Punk Unchained, which uh, <laughs> very weird. Is that true? I think it is called That's that. Insane. Yeah, you know, I'm sad because they... I've never actually seen that documentary, and I love Daft Punk. You'd think it would be unhelmeted uh, or yeah. <laughs> unmasked. Unmasked. Yeah, Django Unchained was a popular film. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> this had nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Punk Unchained. Yeah. What was Leo in it? Oh, I guess he was. <laughs> okay, yeah. now it's starting to add up. It's also how we all think of rabbit, uh, Daft Punk as rabid dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Just cannot be let loose. <laughs> well, it was so funny because, so it wasn't, I couldn't find it on a regular streaming service, so I was watching it like through, just on a website, like mm-hmm. in the browser window. And I couldn't figure out how to get, because of that, I couldn't figure out how to get the captions. And it was half English, half French. And I took one semester of French in college. I was like, I could probably get through this. (laughs) For sure. All the French sections, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like the second week of French, they're they're like, now we're going to go over sampling (laughs) and drum machines. (laughs) And you're like, yeah, I got it. Exactly. And then I figured out after about 45 minutes of watching that way and not understanding fully half of it, I realized I could turn on closed captions. <laughs> I was like, now this is how you watch this. <laughs> I thought these guys were crackpots. <laughs> they were making any sense at all. They say something in French, you're like, well, that's never going to work. <laughs> but it was funny seeing the French talking heads when they were speaking English because they'd be like, we saw the punk as a Coachella. And the lights made me want to cry. <laughs> I was like, you French bastards. I don't know if we have any French listeners, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, nobody's cool. written in in French. I think we're good. <laughs> but if you do, let me be the first to say, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I also... I took seven years of French, and I also don't speak it at all. Oh, I don't damn. know anything. I was trying to think... You said French talking heads, and I was trying to think of how to say, Qu'est-ce this must say? be the place. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made way more sense. <laughs> the song with French in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them doing the work for me. <laughs> I wanted true. to do this must be EC or something. <laughs> uh, that sucks. I can't um, believe I forgot. <laughs> kiss, kiss. That's well, great. Yeah, so um, I watched this documentary. They don't they aren't interviewed in it though. So it's kind of a waste. Oh, really? Yeah. That uh, is kind of a waste. Or maybe they are and you just don't know what they look like. <laughs> Although we, I think we do know what they look like, don't we? Like there's footage of them very yeah. early on yeah. without masks. Yeah. So they, they show that footage of them. They played in a rock band, just like mm-hmm. a straight-up rock band for a little bit. And then they like went to a rave one night and heard like electronic music and were like, oh, this is what yeah. we want to do. And then they became like the best at it. Yeah. It was that kind of story. Um, have you all, Are you into that type of music in general, or do you just kind of like... Not... I mean, I like it, but um, the thing that really got me into it was my brother was like heavily into that like whole period of music, uh, the Chemical Brothers, Crystal Method, and all oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he studied abroad and got real into Euro trash club mm-hmm. music. Sure. Uh, it is the, like the big, yeah, European take ecstasy, go to one of these Very much things. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he bought me Discovery. 
and like gave it to me for Christmas one year, and I just got super into it from that. So, yeah. And uh, Discovery uh, is, of course, their second uh, second album. Second uh, album, yeah. yes. Homework was first. Yeah. Where they uh, Daft Punk's second album, Discovery, released in two thousand one. The duo said it was uh, an attempt to re- reconnect with the playful, open-minded attitude associated with the discovery phase of childhood. Do you think they accomplished that, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> they attempted it. I don't think they quite got it. <laughs> Interestingly enough, Tom, no. Uh, <laughs> no, I was listening uh, to this, and it's like, it's impossible to not have a nice little time while you're listening to this. It really sucks you in. Also, what uh, we I can't remember what it's called, Interstellar something something something, but it's like a they did do a full length, Mm -hmm. really a company. It's not even a music video. It's like an accompanying cartoon movie. Yeah, Uh, Interstellar five. I don't know, fifty five, fifty five. Yeah, fifty five, fifty five. Yeah, and it's great. It just really um, it tells like a little story uh, with along with like the whole soundtrack of the album. It's fantastic. It, I was reading a little bit about that, and the only thing I took away is that it cost them $4 million to make. And, Did it really? <laughs> uh, it says they spent $4 million to create an animated film, uh, f- uh, Interstellar 555, and it's the story of uh, the secret star system, and all the S's are related. Uh, the, it doesn't matter. Like, story is five Tory. Like, it's oh. the S's are replaced with uh, fives, and that's uh, why it's 5555. Uh, which I don't, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> Let's keep the letters where the letters go and put those numbers right there with the other numbers. Yeah, I don't agree with that on a spiritual <laughs> level. Uh, but the project took three years to produce and was accomplished by the duo in collab with Japanese uh, designer uh, Matsumoto. The 66-year-old was responsible for 25 years of film production and worked on films like Galaxy Express 999, Arcadia, and Akira. Each of the characters on Interstellar portrays different styles of Matsumoto's uh, animations throughout his career. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Um, my, I don't know, let's get into, so we've, we've now heard what your intro to Daft Punk was. Mine was uh, in film class. Um, they were showing us music videos that Michelle Gondry did. Oh, and okay. he did a really cool video. Um for it's on your list i'm pretty sure here uh uh, was it aerodynamic let me see here i just watched it It was cool as hell i hadn't seen it since college but it was uh very very sick um damn it now i'm looking this up like an asshole i I just listened to it and now oh around the world yeah oh around the world yeah yeah. but around the world is sick Mm -hmm. uh but he did a thing where it's it's like all these it's like alien guys and like these super tall guys and then robot the robots and stuff mm-hmm. and each group represents a different instrument that's playing and so that like seeing them dance it's mm-hmm. really cool you don't know it's not like very super apparent that that's what's happening but then you notice it and you're like oh shit this rules yeah it's a very Gondry uh type thing to do but mm-hmm. uh yeah that was the first time I had like heard something and knew that it was them because I had heard uh, stuff stuff from the album you just said uh, from Discovery yeah. in passing, but not like in movies or commercials and stuff. Yeah, but not in uh, around the world was their breakout hit kind of. Yeah, and Defunk, I think. Oh. Defunk was like yeah. Let's see here. 
singles around the world in defunct uh, from homework. Uh, they didn't start the helmets till ninety nine, and that album, I believe, that album came out in 97? what ninety seven. Yeah, yes, yes. Tommy, what's your background with these boys? So I had this crazy thing happen. Uh, it was high school. My parents are out of town at this big party. It gets out of control. I don't know what's going on. I go down to the basement of my house, and what do I see? I swear to God, this happened. To Is me. that true? So that's what they said to me. So it's just that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, who are these guys? And then I was like, you know what? Party's over. I called the cops, had them arrested first. Yep. <laughs> and then kind of let the cops go to town on them. <laughs> My intro was narking on sure. that. <laughs> that rules. I think I also heard um, Around the World first. It, it's never, um, I'll, I'll be fully up front. Uh, Daft Punk heads won't like me in this episode. I'm just, it's not my style of music. You know? Sure. I, think, I get that. It's incredibly catchy. You know, Around the World's undeniable. Like some of these songs mm-hmm. are just so good as, you know, just dance music yeah. and pop music, but it's never. Something I really seek out. It's not your go-to. It's not my go-to. I was recently on a road trip with a friend of the show, Casey James Salango, and we had a lot of driving time, a lot of time listening to music, and he got mad at me because a Daft Punk song came on. I was like, this isn't the vibe, because it's just two (laughs) men in their 30s in a car. That is weird. Are we going to dance in the car? Yeah. (laughs) It is funny to listen to this before you've had coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Just like in the middle of nowhere, North Carolina, (laughs) just driving, like hungover. I can't listen to this. Like to calmly start my day with uh, the club remix. <laughs> some sad, lonely men. It did. I it did put me in a good mood listening to it, but I do understand what you mean. I'm also not a big like I like hey, when you're talking EDM, I'm thinking erectile dysfunction <laughs> manual, <laughs> which is what I'm reading every night. <laughs> Mine's on auto. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it's interesting is uh it's I remember when this like came out, you would just call it techno back then. Yes, EDM is very new, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It used to be True, techno or house. I remember, te- yeah, house is how they refer to it a lot in uh, in their in, in reading about them. Yeah. But and they're um, not diagnosing illnesses. No, 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 it is not lupus, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it is. Um, that's what they're hiding under those yeah. masks. This house is just diagnosing <laughs> funky beats. Uh, we're up all night to get lupus. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I totally uh, feel you on that there, Mac Man. But I this the, when they the, what made me really take note of them is uh, when R.A.M. came out. Uh, what is it? Random Access uh, Memories mm-hmm. um, and the Pharrell stuff and the uh, who like them collabing with people. I mean, the Kanye thing was the biggest mm-hmm. one that I was like, oh, this is yeah, sick. I love yeah. That. yeah. That's actually probably in a way their biggest hit is Kanye's. Um, yeah, harder. What is the Kanye uh, it's called Stronger. Yeah. 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 Uh unless I'm uh it's that song that's like stronger than yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was when I was like, Oh, this is cool. Like mm-hmm. the the like shutter shades yeah. uh it was moment. Cool. That was yeah. cool. 
And then yeah, get the up all night to get lucky. Very very fun. Um, what's the other one? That's uh, lose yourself to dance. Sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- this is the first album that I was like, oh, I want to listen to the album of, yeah. of theirs. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool. It was actually, I got to give some credit to friend of the show, Jared Thompson for, he, he has their poster on the poster for that album mm-hmm. on in the green room mm-hmm. of the comedy attic. And he did leave us a voicemail this week. And I'm curious what he has to say about, about this band. Uh, this is my favorite when he does this sort of thing. No text back. I said, if you have any thoughts, and he just sends me a voice memo. <laughs> no. uh, Jared, who I want to point out, I, and I'm I'm not upset about this. I, I think it's funny, but I asked him if he was coming to our wedding. He was invited, and he said, I wasn't invited. I'm sure it was a mistake, <laughs> but this is the first time hearing of a date, and I felt so vindicated to be able to scroll up in our messages, and like 10 messages back is me... Sending him the link to our what a good thing and him being like him making a joke about like the wedding or something and I was like you definitely knew uh, oh, but God. he is not he sadly cannot make it mm. um so there won't be a they went to Jared segment to, of the speeches <laughs> <laughs> he's but, like he like does it like he does the band he's <laughs> on the Mount Rushmore of bad marriages. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Jared did give us his thoughts on this band, who I I know he likes. So I'm cu- I'm curious what he's going to have to say about them. But here are Jared's thoughts on Daft Punk. What's up, y'all? It's this week's he went to Jared. The boys are going to have Sam Evans on uh, with an appreciation for Daft Punk. So I'm a huge fan. Um, I have liked them. You know, ever since Homework, which I'm sure is the majority of everyone's sort of launching pad. And, of course, they haven't been perfect. And there's, you know, you know, people get old and things aren't as good. But I think that they have mattered as much or more than just about any rock band in that same time frame. And that's partially because, you know, the palette has changed in in music. And but just knowing what they mean to to just music in general and just the things that they've done and the doors they've opened for other artists that are not necessarily traditional rock bands or whatever. And just how cool it's been that like they've, so far as I know, still nobody knows what they look like or exactly who they are as people is really interesting. Maybe the people, I'm sure that people know who they are. I, I don't, but anyway, I really like this and I'd like, I'm going to, really look forward to listening to this episode because I think that they really matter in a way that there's not that many bands in our lifetime that do. So, all right. Thank you, guys. I love you. Bye. Love you, Jerry. Yeah, that's... Uh, Yeah, what do you have to say to that? I gotta gotta say, as someone who was on this podcast uh, defending Cake before and who was absolutely (laughs) harangued by Jared, uh, (laughs) it it just feels so good to have him uh, speak from his heart, uh, and uh, I'm wholeheartedly in agreement. Yeah. When you were talking about Cake, I'm surprised he didn't make you feel meringued. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Woof. Uh, Uh, Tom, I can't actually make your wedding <laughs> oh hell yeah more space more space for a patreon subscribers <laughs> one lucky subscriber oh man um <laughs> i agree with his sentiments though and especially the uh when he talks about like people getting older and but they still somehow like um 
you know, maintain relevancy and changed. Um, I was thinking about this when you brought up random access memories. And I think this is worth noting is that that whole album they decided because you know before previous albums like a lot of electronic music they're sampling things right but for that album they were like we want to see if we can't just make our own samples and so they a lot of the collaborators not just singers but like musicians they would just have them come in the studio and be like hey can you just play something with this vibe for a while and they just recorded everything and people i think the guitarist niles rogers talked about it he was like it was really fun but i didn't Mm -hmm. know what it was going to be like because i just played for like three hours just different grooves and they were like thanks so much we really think we got a lot of good stuff and then they sampled and like you know augmented it and and changed it and cut and pasted but like it it's cool that they did that they were just like no this is how we work but we want to see if we can't make it entirely our own with like live produced music that's just really fun and i think that's why that album sounds exactly the way that it does because it is quote-unquote electronic music but it Mm -hmm. does not feel that way at all yeah that documentary is worth watching just because they interview him and he kind of goes through how he came up with certain guitar parts for it and it's just and he's definitely like so excited about it so it's really cool that and their kind of legendary 2006 coachella performance are the two things that make that documentary yeah very Mm -hmm. worth watching if you're interested at all um definitely yeah i want to check that out i i did not have a time before this um but uh i mean speaking of them sampling stuff that just reminded me of uh when i looked up daft punk controversy there wasn't a lot uh but the one thing that popped up um was them was a controversy of them sampling this dude eddie johns a disco era singer and musician who claimed he'd yet to receive any royalties from being sampled on the 2000 Daft Punk single one more time. Uh, and it's like, a, it's one of those things where I think there was, he like lost his royalties to it or something. And it's mm. like a very, there's a lot of conflict in um, what's morally right in, in sampling. So I, there's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Questlove did a huge thread on it. So if you want to see what he thought, read that. But I thought, I thought it was interesting. And they seem they they seem like good guys. I don't know. They're like not finding any controversy on an artist is pretty uh, pretty rare. rare. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like only finding like a sampling thing. Yeah. And as controversies go, it's the uh, the more palatable of the. Yeah. Although this could be part of uh, you know why they wear masks. <laughs> I was just gonna say. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <I> was just... <laughs> Who was it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah if you search two robots controversy, <laughs> a lot of stuff's gonna pop up. <laughs> I did find one. Um, <laughs> We've been setting villages on fire in Calcutta. <laughs> I did find uh, one that this isn't really a controversy, but it's like one of those things that's hard to. I don't. I don't know the exact story here, but I, it's from. Uh, Uh, a list of 10 fun facts about the band about the boys and uh this says an imposter posing as thomas bangalter uh racked up thousands of pounds worth of drink bills in ibiza uh i heard he took a a pill in ibiza as well (laughs) 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 he he blamed a pill that he took (laughs) Um, no an imposter managed to persuade and convince several clubs in ibiza that he was bang altered from the band he stacked up huge bills and thousands and drink bills in the thousands and drink bills across the island they later discovered that he was an imposter and not the real uh thomas bangalter see that feels like maybe it really was him (laughs) (laughs) what a good way out of it that's a good way out i think tommy should start 
start wearing a mask for yeah. his many crimes. So. <laughs> How interesting that he had, a, uh, he had something of a bang alter ego. Uh-huh. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Come on. All right. Come on. Come on. It is such a weird lie because it's like, well, I guess you are. Okay. Do you have like a credit card? No, I'm a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I am a credit card. <laughs> yeah, just scan my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I am a chip reader. <laughs> yeah, you got to tap. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that on the thing. <laughs> bleeding from his head. <laughs> tap harder. That was like, I remember, I feel like everyone's not, maybe most recently when they broke up, that is always the joke of like, what any two random people saying they're Daft Punk or are Daft... You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, anytime there's a photo of two guys, it's like, are they Daft Punk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. would be funny if it was Simon and Carl Funkel the whole time. <laughs> 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 I, was just, I was just laughing, thinking about like, that guy at a bar. And he's... <laughs> Just him drinking something like malfunction, malfunction. That's how he proves Oh, you don't think I'm Daft Punk? Give me a drink. <laughs> Give me a shot real fast. <laughs> His eyes Just go the, cross. The dial-up log on sound <laughs> from AOL. <laughs> <laughs> you got a charger behind the bar oh, for your phone? No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> You're going to have to plug me in. <laughs> and you're not going to like it. Oh man. Oh, that really uh that really got me that really got me laughing here. Um <laughs> little uh history of the band. So I found some fun some fun facts before we get into the music, which we should do pretty soon. I found some fun little facts uh that I did not know. So they, 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 these two guys met, uh, in Paris, uh, while in secondary school, uh, they be in 87, um, the, uh, they became friends and recorded demos with others from school in 92. They formed a guitar group, uh, named Darlin, which is, uh, after a beach boys song called Darlin. Mm. <laughs> and, mm. uh, the person, there was a third member of that group, uh, named Laurent, uh, Brankowitz, who would go on after they broke up to be in a band called Phoenix. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I did not know that connection. Wow. And then, uh, it was fun because I was reading later about, like, some more fun facts, and they were like, yeah, Phoenix performed i think harder better faster stronger or something in the middle of a show and it, they didn't mention like oh this guy used to be in a band with those guys yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool that's crazy uh also fun fact uh that as darlin they only performed two shows i think it says but um they released uh they they had two songs that were kind of they were kind of hits, I guess, but not. Uh, they must not have been that big, or maybe they only made two songs or something. But uh, they were released under the label open, uh, the label owned by London-based band Stereo Lab, oh. who we covered on here with Shalewa Sharp, which is great. Stereo Lab, uh, who invited Darlin to open up for shows in the UK, but they disbanded after six months, having produ- produced four songs and played two gigs. Uh, and Bangalter described the project as pretty average, uh, but 
this is how they got their name for – they got the name Daft Punk. Did you guys know this already? Did this come up? Uh, I don't remember. If it did. The pro is probably in French. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have heard this, but keep going. So the, uh, one of the reviews, um, they got a negative review for the band Darlin, uh, who dubbed their music a Daft Punky thrash, Ooh. and they loved it, and they were like, "That's our, that's our, that's our new name." Um, I would have gone with Punky Thrash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a better name. <laughs> they fucked up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, from then, you know, the rest is history. Now tell us a little about that history, Sam. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, we should listen to some music because we're already uh, we're already pretty deep into this bad boy. Uh, let's let's hear some of the songs from the very playlist you gave us, and uh, I liked this because I hadn't I didn't know all of these songs, and so it was fun to to hear something I hadn't heard before, and then I kind of just ended up they're they're an easy group to just let play. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, I had some fun with it. But uh, the first song I want to play here spooked me out. Um, it was spooky. And I I did enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, I don't, I don't like to be spooked on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so quit spooking me. Don't be spooking me. Uh, the first song on your playlist here is from Discovery. And uh, I believe there are two songs from Discovery, so we'll just play those back to back. Uh, the first song is called Aerodynamic. Spooky. <laughs> if you've been watching Stranger Things this season, you are not going to like this sound. You're expecting Kate Bush to come in. It gets scary again later. I didn't get to that part. <laughs> gets spooky again at the end. It's bookended by spookiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if I, uh, if you want to listen to the Tom cut, um, you're going to want to skip about the first 10 seconds and then shut that bitch off <laughs> <laughs> after about a minute 45. <laughs> uh, but it is, yeah, I liked that a lot. It's uh, That was an easy one to, to get lost in. Yeah, it's just like a fun... 
electronic jam, mm-hmm. but it's got like a lot of grooviness, funkiness, and the guitar part is pretty cool. Very sick. Yeah. Um, I was reading that uh, <laughs> Bangalter says, uh, some people might think that the guitar solos on Aerodynamic are in bad taste. But for us, it's all about being true to ourselves and not caring what other people would think. We really try to include most of the things we like as kids and bring that sense of fun to it. I don't think it's in bad taste. I heard that's a shame on you, Daft Punk. <laughs> this, is, this is crass and tacky. <laughs> Mr. Daft Punk. <laughs> Mr. Punk. <laughs> think about the good taste. What no about sense. the other instruments? <laughs> no, I love, I love aerodynamic. I wanted to pick a couple that I really like, but then a couple that are like the hits, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. So there's the so there's a famous moment at the Newport Folk Festival where everyone expected them to come out in their robot masks and play acoustic guitars and they came out playing this electric <laughs> shit. <laughs> and they said Play it Boo! loud. Play it loud. <laughs> play it fucking loud. Beep boop. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> to do a Dylan style documentary. <laughs> Uh, old man. phone background. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. And R2D2 would dance. <laughs> uh, all right, let's hear harder, better, faster, stronger. That's a good time. Uh, that's the fun part. <laughs> that's that's a good time. That's a good time. It's a good jam. I've, n- I've never. I don't know how I've never heard this comparison before, but uh, in this uh, song facts thing, it says the vocals could be argued to draw similarities to Radiohead's "Fitter Happier." Yeah, and, I was just thinking that. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. yeah, I never thought about that before. Fitter, but it's happy. the hit, it's just the computerized like yeah. sound in the voice. But the uh, obviously these are. Vocals are set to a positive, upbeat, melodic backing. It says, wow, Daft Punk's vocals are set to uh, yeah. upbeat, melodic backing. Radioheads lack any sort of melody and continue <laughs> on a series of melancholic metaphors for the comfortable yet passionless existence of humans in modern technological, yeah. technologically aided society. Yeah, we know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do think if I ever go see Radiohead... I am going to start shouting for them to play fitter, happier. Fitter, <laughs> <laughs> <Bitter>, happier. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
one thing I forgot uh, that's it is like it's a little silly, but it's definitely <laughs> a cool watch. Is if you've ever seen, uh, I think it's called Daft Hands. Yes, very uh, cool video. Yeah, yeah, it's like somebody writes the words on like their fingers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost like they're doing like a little. It's like a hand dance. Yeah, a hand dance, but it has the lyrics, so they're essentially doing the lyrics on their hands. Yeah. It's a very cool thing. If you haven't seen it, very viral viral vid, very cool, very cool video to throw on in the background of a party. Yeah. People will Um, like it. (laughs) Yeah. Apropos of nothing, do it. Just do it. You're going to have a good time, unless you're the type of person who's afraid of hands. And Um, apropos of nothing, of course, your favorite memoir by Woody Allen. (laughs) (laughs) That is the title of his book. (laughs) Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Not that I read it. <laughs> uh, Tommy keeps pitching it for our book club. <laughs> we don't even have a book club. <laughs> What's weird is that we read it once and he just keeps pitching it again. <laughs> he, he says we should read it every week. <laughs> There's something new to be gleaned from. It. He called it his Bible. <laughs> In the book of Woody. Yeah, yeah, that song's great. I didn't realize, man, uh, Kanye West sampled this for his 2007 uh, song, Stronger. West paid homage to Daft Punk by including their characters. They dress in robotic costumes, obviously, uh, in the video for his song and having the duo perform with him at the 2008 Grammy Awards. Uh, I man, it's crazy to think that Stronger was from 2007. Yeah, that is uh, that's that is truly wild, but that is true. Um, yeah, that's just a good ass time. What are you gonna do? Mm. Yeah. Uh, the song was also referenced in Fallout New Vegas. It is an unmarked quest that allows you to get implants. The name is simply Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Hey, fun little fact for our gamers. <laughs> hey. Our incel listeners. (laughs) Finally, something for you. If we have one French gamer fan, he is fuming. (laughs) (laughs) Spitting out wine. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's hear. Let's hear some more music. We're gonna do robot Uh, rock. Yeah, let's hear robot rock. I love the name of that. That's just a good ass time. Let's listen to Robot Rock. Here it is. Listening to the show are jamming out. 
don't don't let your Alexa listen to this episode. She's <laughs> <laughs> gonna tell you to fuck yourself. <laughs> your Roomba is gonna be going all over the fucking <laughs> uh, spitting out some of the dirt it sucked up. <laughs> Someone give that Alexa some water. She needs to chill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was uh, that's a good time. It's not, and it's not just for robots, man. That is a fun song. <laughs> Thing is, all these songs are really good. You know, I've fully acknowledged that they are good, <laughs> and I think they're very good at what they do, and mm-hmm. I enjoy listening to all of them. Mm-hmm. It's just something I never really sure. am in the mood for. Yeah, I get it. I yeah, I can't imagine like putting this on like for mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Sam, what is what are you doing when you're listening to this type of shit? This is, this will make it on a robot rock specifically. Will make it on a workout mix. This is what I Almost was thinking about. All of their. That's so you would agree robot. that working out is one of the seven ways to listen to music. <laughs> 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 um, but I, I will put it, especially like on a road trip, I'll sometimes put it on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. uh, You'd put that on. You're just in the car. I like to imagine I'm a robot programmed to drive. <laughs> See, now that I could get behind. <laughs> that I'm into. Because um, sometimes on a long-ass drive, you do just need to zone the hell out, mm. and that is some robot-ass music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is, I, yeah, I, I feel you, Tommy. I don't, I don't know uh, when I would put this on, but that's starting to make me think mm. maybe I would do that. I, working out, I don't know if I could do it. There's only one song I listen to when I'm on a road trip. <laughs> Road tripping with my two favorite allies. Fully loaded, we got snacks and supplies. See that is road trip music. <laughs> Embarrassing how much of that song I remember. Yeah, it immediately. immediately clicked. That was so much. It's a good song for road tripping, <laughs> especially if you're with your two favorite allies. Yes. <laughs> Allies is such a stupid. That's oh, such a keenest way to say <laughs> yep. something. Wait, guys, I think that you're forgetting that it rhymes with supplies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, maybe let's pump the brakes. Um, yeah, give it up for Anthony Kiedis and his forced rhymes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is, woo. Give um, it up. And uh, yeah, that's. And do and do I still love that song? Of course, <laughs> I, I would like to road trip with that song. I is that off Californication? Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm yeah, pretty sure so. it is. That's insane. Because I think of that as like a perfect album, and then yeah. when I think to the yeah. actual song, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, do I love this? Kind of stupid. Can you guess where on the album it is? I'm gonna it's say later. Okay, I'm I want to say the penultimate. Seven. I'm gonna say track seven. It is the ultimate. <gasps> That's the last close out Californication. That is what's the song before that? Uh before that is Right on Time. Right on which on I was not right to this recording. Right <laughs> <laughs> and there's Purple Stain oh. on my shorts. <laughs> it's weird that they open this album with a Daft Punk song. Around the world. Around the world. Around the world. They should do a collab. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what an album. I uh, embarrassed myself on this very show when Lisa Traeger did the podcast, like diehard fan of uh, Red Eye Chili Peppers, and I said one of my favorite songs is Porcelain off of this album, and she was like, "Oh, that song sucks." Like, and she <laughs> loved that song. I, I love so it so good. Uh, anyways, we got one more Daft Punk song. Why don't we friggin' listen to it? Is what my uh, idea is. <laughs> uh, this song features. Uh, 
young man by the name of Julian Casablancas. Uh, and it is called Instant Crush. That song is awesome. Um, it's a real good song. I like that because it, it sounds like a like an '80s video game version of a Stroke song, like yeah. a like an eight bit like. Yeah. Uh, it's very weird. It's almost like a ringtone really or good something. Description of it actually. Uh, but it's it's really fun. Apparently, the this happened because uh, Julian Casablanca is like requested to have coffee with them or something, and they were huge fans of the Strokes, really? so they were like, "Yeah, let's fucking do it." And they already had this demo ready and he liked it and then he did the vocals it's uh it's a nice little uh mesh and it's interesting that they were like yeah let's fucking do it because they famously uh turned down another artist's request to remix one of his songs can do you guys know who that is uh a legend in the business wait they had to remix a stroke song no 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 uh they got asked they were they got asked from a from a oh. very famous artist to remix one of their songs and they, declined? And they uh personally uh they he personally requested Daft Punk to remix one of his songs uh, they politely declined uh they, they don't say why but they they declined so it's a solo artist solo artist a man it is a man my guess is Elton John someone who would pair well with them. Justin Timberlake is my guess older okay someone so, someone who is very much in the same realm uh, stylistically, okay. as them, I think. Dave, no, not David Bowie. It is David Bowie. Oh, is it really? They yeah, I was no thinking of like st- they said no to David Bowie. That is Isn't that crazy. Don't, wouldn't you think like, oh, this is like perfect for them? Yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> they're crazy. both like fucking weirdos. <laughs> I actually am almost a little 
upset with Daft Punk that they said no. How do you say no to Bowie? Yeah, maybe it's just because it was already his thing, and he they just wanted he wanted a remix of it. Yeah, and they they're like want to be more invested or something. I yeah. don't know. It doesn't say why, but I'm very curious. Well, he did ask to come on this podcast we, right we did, before he passed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we did say no, not so politely, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> no, get out of here. Go die. He wanted to promote Lazarus. Yeah. <laughs> like, we said yeah, sorry. Yeah. We've got Ari Finling this week. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do one of the worst fucking episodes of all time, actually, this week. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Wait, what was Ari's episode? No, it's a running uh, joke. Uh, he did yellow card, card yeah. and we jokingly <laughs> say that it's the worst. <laughs> uh, jokingly in quotes. <laughs> it was a very bad episode, but... Um, <laughs> No, it's uh, Ari's a great guy. Um, anyways, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy though. And then yeah, Casablanca they they're a huge fan of, so they said yes. Pretty wild. Love that uh, song though. Great it's song. Great, great it's song. Good. I think it does like a. It's interesting to see hear him. I mean, obviously his vocals are very processed, um, but it's just interesting to hear him sing differently. Well, that's the all. weird thing on here. It's a that's just his vocals. Really? What? Julian Casablanca is a robot. <laughs> yes, yeah. singing into a fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. I I love that song. Uh, yeah. And it's also. Um, I feel like you know so many of their songs are they like just seem like this techno jam, but that's like seems like a more traditional song in terms of like verse, chorus, et cetera, et cetera. You know? Yeah, it's more fun. Very fun. Um, we have some comments to get to from our listeners. Uh, it is time to go to the peanut gallery. The people who listen to the show get to have their voices, uh, input onto our talk. So, uh, the, the people who, um, the people who get on our Patreon are guaranteed to have their comments read as long as they get them in, in time. And they did. Um, uh, Matthew Potter says, undeniable talent and great music but someone annoying you know likes them too much also <laughs> the stronger beat got me into them because i'm uncultured also do we know where tommy was on january 6th <laughs> 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 Ooh, stand by your band it's insurrectionist now <laughs> uh chris wilson says Daft Punk says that Warhol was one of their inspirations. It's a straight line from a tomato soup can to a couple of robots trying to get lucky. That's fun. Uh, Kendra says, big fan of Instant Crush with Julian Casablancas. Hey, hey perfect timing. timing yeah. Nick C says, their, contribu their contribution to Yeezus definitely deserves appreciation. What is their contribution to Yeezus? Uh, or, do they, or is he just calling... Kanye oh, Yeezus, okay. yeah, because I don't. They weren't on Yeezus. I don't right? remember Stronger them being on Yeezus. No, no, no. no that's on graduation. Uh, Yeezus is like. Oh, they produced three of the songs. Apparently, they did. Yeah. Oh shit, Nick, you're teaching us here. I had no idea. I am a god. Okay, um, I like that song. On site. I love on site. Dude, and I had no this fucking idea. article is confusingly written, so I can't figure out. Damn it, I'm so curious. That's crazy. I love. I mean. I am a famous uh, Yeezus uh, apologist. I love Yeezus. Oh, it's one black of my... skinhead! I am a god. Wow, uh, yeah. black skinhead is great. That is a. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. That for me is my go-to workout album. If I'm trying to do a long run, Yeezus front to back. Uh, it's I love it. Uh, that's that's sick. Hey, thanks Daft Punk. Thanks Daft Punk. And like 
I mean, their contribute the the weekend songs that they've been a part of. I like that too. Like yeah. they're, they're just they're just cool. They're, they are cool. Uh, last comment from the Patreon: Zach Drake says, "Around the world immediately takes me back to the roller dome and the nerves of knowing I had to talk to a girl before couples skate." Uh, yeah. Also the also the Tron Legacy soundtrack bangs. Their cameo was awesome. Uh, the music really made that fight scene something special. Yeah, I read a lot. A lot of people are like hyped on their tr- their contribution to the t- the Tron <laughs> soundtrack. Never saw the film. No, um, I never saw that film either, which is crazy. It sounds like you might love it because I think they're a big part of it. And some like I think they did the whole soundtrack. If I'm not mistaken, secretly I do like the original Tron. Is that right? Mm. I don't know anything about uh, about Tron. It's like just a cheap bad sci-fi movie with Jeff Bridges from the '80s. Yes, uh, but we just had it up for some reason. I think my dad liked it. We had it on VHS when I was growing up, and mm-hmm. I would like watch it a lot. Oh, the original Tron. Yeah, mm, I've never seen either. Yeah, no, me neither. I, we gotta. Hey, let's have a Tron night. <laughs> Tron night. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Did we, we did we do the Twitter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple. We got uh, Austin at Type Bro Negative said Alive 2007 is one of the best live albums. We'll have to Ooh, check that out. True. Brian Breslau said I'm taking this week off from leaving a comment. <laughs> 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 and Brandon Dixie Cup Mom said something something. Tommy is up all nay to get lucky. <laughs> by your band. It's horses now. <laughs> I gotta find. I don't know where to find that. How to find the thing? <laughs> it's hard. It's harder than it seems. I really wanted somebody to really lay into him. I think people mostly like. I found like a, on unpopular opinions on Reddit, somebody being like they fucking suck, and mm. then people were like, finally, an unpopular opinion on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think people mostly like him. By the way, stand by your band. It's horses now. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. A little late, but better late than never. Uh, all right. We have some on the Facebook here. Um, I'll only read a few of these because we don't have a ton of time left. Um, Justin Marchert says, uh, my dad's the barbecue dad in the burning video. I don't know what that means, but if uh, I don't know either. incredible if true. Um <laughs> Uh, Ethan Masters says, "Bunch of friggin' goobers, if you ask me." Whoa. <laughs> a bunch? <laughs> no, <laughs> there's only two of them. <laughs> Tremaine Bradley says they should have received an Academy Award for scoring the Tron Legacy soundtrack, but they didn't even get nominated. Uh, I'll Man, never people understand. People are on that Tron shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels uh, like it's more about Tron than about them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Brian Elliott says, most fun I've had sitting down for a whole concert. That seems like a weird show to sit down for. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Joshua Sorrell says, a duo that made an entire generation pretend they enjoyed European electro. <laughs> okay. Now we're getting spicy. Now we're getting into it. Now we're getting into it. Um, Kevin Bannon says, I got into them a little late. A big turning point for me was stumbling upon this segment from Electro-Rama. I'm sorry, Electroma, uh, which uh, probably introduced super obscure folk artist Jackson C. Frank to thousands of new people. It made me reevaluate them completely, and I'm glad I did. And uh, this is a YouTube video called I Want to Be Alone from Jackson C. Frank. Uh, so check that out if you would like to. 
Uh, oh, now I understand this Gary Greenblatt reference. Rumor is it that Daft Punk played at someone's house, <laughs> which is, of yeah, course, LCD the sound LCD system sound system song. Yes. song. Meredith Dover says, best concert I've ever been to, watching two robots sit in a pyramid make noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Yeah, somebody posted... Uh, not really great pod. Well, then I'm not going to read it. Uh, Melinda Kashner says, listen to them because of Duts and Sloppy Boys, and I liked them a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, Johnny Sparkles says, I 1000% thought the song was saying, we're up on Mexican Lucky. <laughs> the first few times I heard it, what the hell? Uh, all right. Well, those are the comments. That brings us to our final segment here, which is where you have the floor, Sam, to give us your final thoughts on this group. Uh, great band group. Would you call them a band? Duo. I don't know. Yeah, duo, I guess. Duo. A group, I, I suppose, works. But Yeah. I stand by them. Uh, and uh, yeah, Jared was right. They're not perfect, but I don't know. As artists go... I don't know. It's really easy to trash the electronic music genre. I do it all the time, mm-hmm. but they inhabit it in a way for a continually, or they did for decades where I was like, this is always cool and fun to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like them a lot. Yeah. That's well all. put. Well yeah. put. And by the way, who is perfect in this day and age? <laughs> is there not blood on everyone's hands? <laughs> if it's not Daft Punk, is it... Is, Dating your uh, stepdaughter <laughs> so wrong and then marrying her and then what if you want to fuck a horse here and there? <laughs> it's like, is it, can you not? No one is perfect is my point. Um, Uncle Sam breathing down my neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, like I, said, I think this has to be an appreciation episode, so I don't yeah. think we need to rate the playlist, even though Tommy fucking hates the music. Um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say what I said again. They're incredible at what they do. They're pioneers. Not for me. <laughs> I wash my hands. <laughs> the world's first robot pioneer. <laughs> They're pioneers, not unlike Christopher Columbus. <laughs> I appreciate what he did, but Davey. I don't like the way he did it. <laughs> Davy Crockett and Daft Punk. The two go hand in hand. Uh, Sam, this was so fun. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, gang. Is there anything you'd like to promote on your way up, Addy? Uh, you can listen to my album. It's called Sweet Baby Boy. It's available wherever you listen to albums. And I have a monthly show the last Saturday of every month at Pine Box called The Extra Special. Uh, that you both have done. So fun. Very fun. Uh, so fun. One of my favorite shows, truly. Yeah, it's yeah. a great time. Truly, essentially a live podcast, but yeah. not. Um, but actually fun. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like our live podcast, <laughs> in that it's one of the good ones. Yeah, we got to do one soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to schedule that. We should hit up old Matt. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, I have a bunch of dates coming up. I can't remember them all. They're on my website, though. Uh, I'll be going to Winnipeg. Uh, I'll be going to uh, shit Kansas City. Uh, I, I, there's a, I'm I'm doing an album at the end of the year in Fort Collins at the Comedy Fort. Uh, I'll also be in Denver. So uh, just go on my website tomtacar.com. Uh, Tommy. Uh, it's speaking of albums, mine just got added back to Spotify. They'd taken it off hey, with all that weird legal stuff, but the Special Thing news. Records was able to get it back on there, so thanks to them. There so if you haven't ever listened to that, check it out there. Hell yeah, do that up, and uh, get on the Patreon. We got bonus apps and uh, ad-free episodes, so please get over there. We appreciate you, and you get your comments guaranteed 
guaranteed to be read and all that good stuff. Uh, all right. Thanks again, Sam. We'll see you guys next week. Keep it crispy. Bye.